Here they come! Welcome to episode 4 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm joined by Chris from Neozaz Productions to discuss the helicopter rescue from Superman the movie. From Lois dangling from her seatbelt to the helicopter being returned to its pad. Hello Chris. Hello Eric. Here we go then. Um, right, Chris, um, I, I, when I started up this podcast, I mean, you know, I, I wrote down on a piece of paper all the different films that I'd like to cover and, and the sequences from them. Um, Superman was always in that first initial list, and um, you were the first person that came to mind to discuss Superman, because I know from, you know, mentions on your uh, many podcasts that you do that you're a big Superman fan and you're especially a big Christopher Reeve fan. You are 110% correct. Christopher Reeve will always be my Superman. Always. And I totally and utterly agree with you. I mean, I'm I'm not old enough that I remember the old TV show from the 50s. Um, I was a big fan of the Superman cartoon that was out in the 60s. Um, and I was a massive fan of the Superman comics growing up. Um, but, uh, yeah, then Christopher Reeve coming along, and it's one of those things where, you know, if you read a comic, you've got an idea in your head who that person is if they were real, and you right. watch films based on comics, and it's ne- or books for that matter, and, and it's never how you imagine it in your head. But Christopher Reeve, he 100% was Superman to me. He, it's It's... It's so sad, like, you know, what happened later on in his life and everything, because he, 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 like, took away, like, he brought me back to my childhood, no matter if I saw it, that came out in 78, right? Mm-hmm, yep. I, I was, uh, I was five, so maybe I was five or six when I saw it, but even when I'm in my 40s now, and I still, and I watch it with him in it, it brings me back like I'm five years old again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm a bit older than you. I mean, I when that came out, I think I was 16 when that came out. But it, it did touch a nerve um, that this is your childhood hero um, up there on the big screen. And there was just something about his performance. You know, he was just, it, it, it was heartfelt. You know, you, you really believe that this was this uh, pure individual who, who had this immense um, uh, sense of right and wrong and that, you know. Oh, absolutely, and it's weird when I <clears throat> excuse me. It's weird when I read who was up for the role <laughs> of Superman, like Stallone, after his his, his Rocky breakout role. Eh. No, I <laughs> think there's there's nobody who could be Superman back then except Christopher Reeve, who was a nobody, which was well, great. I I, I was watch, I was going through the making ofs on the Blu-ray this morning to see if there was any behind-the-scenes footage of the sequence we're going to be talking about. Um, there isn't, but you know they were talking about you know Dustin Hoffman and uh, Robert Redford, Muhammad Ali was also in there, you know, and it's like wow. no, 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 and and they totally took the uh, uh, right uh, stance of going with an unknown, you know. 
I think that's what that's what made it so good. Like even in today's time, when there's a movie coming out and there's an unknown, it's better <clears throat> to cast an unknown than a, than a cast of like a major star because then you're expecting something. Yeah. You know? And and you know, I mean, going back to Star Wars in character, if if like Luke Skywalker or Han Solo had been you know Robert Redford and Paul Newman or something like that, it's like <laughs> no, that's those actors pretending to be those people. I think I think people like you know Harrison Ford will be the only Han Solo. Christopher Reeve will be the only Superman. James Bond, to me, is Sean Connery. There is no other, because that's the one that you see when you're young. and That's the first one. And for me, you know, um, all the others are, like, imitating him. If you see right. What I mean. and, and, like, like I um, I watched, yes, I watched, I watched the George Reeve show, you know, it was probably on repeats or whatever mm-hmm. channel when I was a kid. I watched, don't laugh, I watched Lois and Clark. Um <sighs> <laughs> I'm a big sap when it comes to like romantic stuff Schmaltz. too. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I I enjoyed that, and I enjoy Henry Cavill as, as Superman. I have all ten seasons over here of Smallville, one of my favorite shows ever to air. And Superman for me just just is my favorite superhero. Always will be. I know mm. people always say, you know, he's a god and nothing can hurt him, and you know he, he has no he has, he could do anything. Yes. But it's about sometimes his his Clark Kent um, persona and personality that that makes his character so wonderful. Uh, totally and utterly agree. Yeah, and you know, and and all of that was encapsulated in this first film. Um, do you remember the first time you see it? I, I guess you, if you were that small, uh, did, did you see it in yeah, the cinema? I, I, I don't, you, you know, you know my memory. I don't remember <laughs> seeing it, but I know I must have because right. my 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 parents took me to to see anything and everything, and I must have must have seen it sometime when I was a, <laughs> a young lad. <laughs> you right. know, right? I mean, I I can distinctly remember going to the cinema oh, to great. see it. Pardon me. That that's great. I wish that I had your your memory <laughs> of, of going to to see this in theaters. You know. Well, there, fr- from that time when I was, you know, in my mid-teens, there's there's three distinct, what, well, four, four distinct memories of, of going to the pictures. One is to see Star Wars. One is to see Jaws. Um, one is to see Close Encounters. And the other one is to see Superman. And um, as I say, I mean, you know, it floored me. And I, I, I think the thing that capped it, the, the, the very, you know, cherry on the icing at the end is at the very end when he flies up into space and he looks into the camera and he smiles like that you know yes. and that's what did it and I can distinctly almost... remember sorry no no it, it almost it almost makes the character real like he's looking at me yeah and I'll tell you what it's a funny thing when I, when I watch the uh, Christopher Eve Superman films with my children, at the end, I always say to them, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And when they were smaller, they wouldn't know whether he was going to do it or not, you know, because it's like, have you been good enough? Is he going to smile at you? Is he going to smile at you? You know. So, but I can remember awesome. distinctly coming out of that cinema, and I had such an adrenaline rush. I was on such a high from seeing that, that I, I can remember it, it was dark, and I had to get to the bus stop to get home. And I can remember just running as fast as I could down the pavement because I had this such a adrenaline rush. I was on such a high from seeing this amazing film, you know. You, so, were, you were probably thinking, if I run, run fast enough, I could fly. <laughs> or I could overtake a train, just like in the film. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the, the choice I had to make is if I was going to do Superman, I mean, what, 
um, effect sequence I was going to choose. And I went with this one because this is the one, and I don't, I'm, I'm guessing you're the same, Chris, but every time I watch this, um, I, I, I'm genuinely moved and my bottom lip starts to go. Um, and uh, it, it gets me every time, this sequence. You, you know me well because I got goosebumps and chills. Seeing this scene, I've seen, I've seen this, this movie, I don't know, whatever, 5,000 times. I've seen this, this scene so many times. But now, like, paying attention to it again, I had chills, and I was like, this is the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that because uh, we're, we're going to break down the scene bit by bit. So, you know, if you've got some, uh, you know, Kleenex uh, standing by, and we might have, uh, <laughs> we, we, we might have a group uh, blub. Um, but yeah, before, yeah. before we get into it, uh, let's have a clip. Okay then, um, let's go through this. Um, as I say, we're starting um, um, this sequence from the helicopter's gone off the edge of the building, Lois Lane's trying to get out through the, uh, the pilot's um, door, her door falls open, um, and she falls through, and she hangs on by her seatbelt, and she's dangling yes. there screaming. Yes, which, <clears throat> as a... As a kid, and even in my, you know, all my life, I really didn't mind Margot Kidder as as Lois. But I don't know, maybe I'm getting older. But her yelling and screaming, I was like, ugh, please. I, I mean, just be, just be quiet. Again, I, I mean, I think we're going to agree on a lot of stuff in this, Chris. Back then, you haven't got a problem with it. But as you no, get older, I, I mean, it was the same um, with the Spider-Man films. The, um, you know, the. Um, the totally first, one, right? Yeah, the Tobey Maguire films. Kirsten Dunst in that, her screaming in that, I mean, it's just like, oh, come on, you know? <laughs> and and she, she, she said in an interview, didn't she? She said, I, I'm just screaming meat. You know, she, she, she's just there to be in peril and scream. And I think as we get yeah. older, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> but right. uh, um, I, I think this is the first time, I mean, um, in this show where... We're going to talk about a special effects sequence that actually has got a lot of live action in it as well. So, um, so here we go. We've got we, we've got Lois dangling out the helicopter, um, and we see down onto the street. Um, right. But it cuts from that to the uh, the street there, and Clark comes out of the Daily Planet building, and I love the way the hat falls down. You know, well, that's as, the thing. Yeah, like the whole metropolis. You know, her hat could fall at any moment, and yep. anybody could see it and pick it up. Yep. However, Clark's However, the one who looks at it and picks it up, <laughs> you know? 
I, I, I like the idea as well, just out of shot, you've got some guy up a ladder just waiting for Christopher Reeve to come out and drops the hat, you know. How many takes <laughs> did it take to get that hat to land exactly where it's supposed to at exactly the right time? That. You know? Yeah. I, I wonder if they hired a guy just to drop the hat, you know? <laughs> That's something to put on your CV, isn't it? You know? <laughs> hat dropper, yeah. Hat dropper, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he finds the hat, he looks up. Um, that's obviously a, um, um, you know, a special effects shot. They didn't dangle a real helicopter off of the side of a real building. Um, right. And the music starts. And, um, oh, that's, but that's a, here we yeah. go. I mean, in episode one, we, me and Matt, we were talking about how well John Williams' uh, music goes with the scene. And I, in my mind, John Williams, he's a master at understanding, you know, just what to do musically at what moment in a particular scene. And here, the music starts to build as, you know, Superman, uh, sorry, Clark realizes he's got to change. And that music starts building, doesn't it? You know? It's like a, it's like a tease. It's, like, it's giving you like little pieces, like something's going to happen soon. Something's coming. Get yeah. ready. And you know it. Even, you know, if this was the very first time you had ever seen the film and you've never heard the Superman theme, apart from the, in the opening credits, you know something's going to happen because John Williams is a master of doing that. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of sickening that John Williams, you know, scored a, whole, a whole childhood, and everything that he scored, you love. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, I mean I, like I said, I'm a bit older than you, so I grew, my formative years were, were the 60s, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I realized how influential John Williams was on me then, because he was doing, you know, music for, um, you know, the Time Tunnel and uh, Land of the Giants, especially, yes. you know, he, he yes. was doing these fantastically memorable, catchy themes, even back then in the 60s, when I didn't even know who he was, you know? You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Ten years before I became aware of, of who he was as a, as a composer, you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, the music starts building, and then we get something that really does date the film, doesn't it? We get the phone box yeah. gag, you know? Yes. Which still, um, but I don't care. It's still, for me, it works. Because in the comics, he, he needs a phone booth. Yeah. And then that, that, that's not a phone booth. He can't change there. People will see him. <laughs> so he does that, that up and down look, which is a good comedy yeah. moment, um, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and it's good if you're from that time. But I, I do wonder if, you know, a 10 or 11 year old now looks at that and thinks, well, what is that? Because, I mean, I don't know what it's like in America, but we don't have phone boxes anymore. You don't see them anywhere anymore. No, that's that's what's weird about it. Like, like my, my son's 12. And I don't even think he, he knows what a phone box or a phone. He knows a phone booth. Probably from the Superman comics, and that's about yeah. it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, it's like typewriters, you know? We've got a new generation of, of, of children <laughs> who have never... They don't know what a typewriter is, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. But anyway, um, get your Kleenex ready, because um, <laughs> he starts crossing the street, and this is where my bottom lip starts to go, as he runs towards the camera, and he pulls mm -hmm. his shirt open, you know? Yeah. And yeah. we see the S, and the music, again, go... go gains even more and it's like oh my goodness <laughs> it's, it's you know you're just talking about it i'm not even hearing it or seeing it right now you're just talking about it. it's giving me chills yeah yeah me me as well um because it's uh, it's a major moment it, this this is it and and it, it starts going and the whatever the horns the trumpets and everything's happening and then and then he goes into the revolving doors which i think they still exist right <laughs> yeah rev oh yeah revolve yeah revolving doors still exist Again, this is this is a moment. I think some people could say that this is a silly thing, 
people who forget the fact that it is actually based on a comic is like, he goes in the revolving doors, where does his clothes go? You know? That's uh, always a good point. Isn't there, isn't there one of the Superman maybe two or something? Which is the one that he jumps out the window, dresses Clark, yeah. and all of a sudden... Superman. Yeah, that's, where, where that, does, where does that's Superman too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that. That's even sillier. I, 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 <laughs> I, can, I can explain this. I can get round this bit because I'm, oh, I'm sure. Okay. I'm, I'm sure I'm. I'm sure I'm not misremembering it, but I'm sure there was a comic. I don't know if it was in the 60s or 70s that explained what does he do with his clothes. In that, he's Superman. He can fold his clothes down so tight that he's got a little pouch inside his cape. I'm sure. I, I didn't you know, misremember this, I, but almost like the Flash. You know, the Flash had his uniform inside his ring, and he pressed his ring, and the ring opened, and out come his uniform. It's, it's that in reverse. He could actually squeeze his clothes down and uh, put them in a little pouch inside his cape. I am accepting that, but here's <laughs> when he gets dressed again. Yes. Why aren't there any wrinkles and creases, and it's, you know what I mean, and folds? It's polyester. That's what it is. It was the 70s. Everything's polyester. <laughs> okay. All right. Doesn't explain where his glasses go, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, yes, because they're breakable. You don't want to fold yeah, yeah, those yeah, down, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, after the revolving door, we get to a moment which, when I was a, I, I was fortunate, I, I became a projectionist in '81, and um, very often we would have a double bill of Superman one and two. Okay. Oh, and I used no. to watch this sequence because I love this sequence so much. I used to time when it was on, you know, it's like one hour ten in and I would work out and it's be there, go into the auditorium, stand at the side and just watch the scene. And this next bit, the whole say Jim bit, um, mm. ha- had okay. such a reaction. People loved it. You know, they roared with laughter at that guy's reaction, you know, but it, you, it you watch, yeah. but yeah, but you watch it now when you're the only one, you know, um, in a room or on a toilet watching uh, w- watching this sequence, it's not the same. It's one of these things you have to see it with an audience to get that reaction. You know, it's just cold now. You've just got a guy going, "Say, Jim," and he goes, "Excuse me," and off he yeah. goes. You know, it. That's it, a bad it, outfit. Woo woo. Yeah. 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 And the other thing I wanted to say about this, that guy's a pimp, isn't he? That's what I always thought he was. You were absolutely '70s. Pimp-ish. New York pimp, yeah. And he's yes. got two ladies with him as well, hasn't he? Yes, guaranteed. And when you're a kid, you have no idea. No. But when you're older, you're like, he's selling those girls. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, when you're a kid, it's like, he's a funny man. <laughs> you're right, you're right. So so straight after that, we, we, we get the first fly-in sequence that we've properly seen Superman. We saw him sort of like sail away from um, the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, done really, really well. Again, I, w- I was watching the behind-the-scenes this morning, and, you know, the, the amount of problems they have with the wire work and everything. But, I mean, yes. this is flawless. When he takes off, they've obviously sped the moment up to give it a bit more momentum, but you can't see those wires at all, can you? Not at all, and that's why even the, the teaser poster for Superman always like, says something, you can believe a man could fly. Yeah. And you're right. For for how long? I mean, 40 years ago? It, it's You don't see the wires. It looks like Christopher Reeve jumps in the sky, and he goes away. And off he goes. And up he goes. And we get the whole, what the hell is that, and everything. And, um, again, the music is, you know, really wor- uh, yeah. uh, uh, selling it really well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, even now, I mean, I we've got a pretty big telly, and it's on Blu-ray, and I'm watching that. And you can't really... Um, fault 
the special effects of him flying up to uh, catch Lois at all. Not at all. Not at all. It looks... It's, I mean, yes, it's a movie. I know it's fake. I know that this doesn't exist. But it looks so real. You know? And you go along with it. And you totally yeah. and utterly go along with it. I think part of it is the special effects. Part of it is the acting. You know, you believe these people. Part of it yes. is the music, you know. Um, all, all works together. I mean, it works brilliantly. Um, but then he, he catches Lois. Now, I, something I, I wasn't aware of until I started um, looking into the background of this scene is there's been speculation over the years, even on uh, Big Bang Theory, that... Uh, I, have that I have that little clip here, well, a little article about Big Bang, and you're absolutely right, yes. Yeah, th people reckon that, no, that's impossible. Um, he would have killed Lois. He would have, like, smashed her to pieces. The speed that she's falling and the speed that he's going, by the, by, by the time they, they meet, uh, she would have been turned to jam, basically. Right, but I, I don't see that. He's Superman. He knows exactly... Like, how to fly and how fast to fly to, to catch her. Yeah, but it's, it's not just, yeah, but it's not just that. I mean, that would have been fine if he was catching her and keep going. But if you watch the scene, he stops, okay? He stops as he catches he her. So he speeds yeah. up and catches her and stops at exactly the same moment, okay? Um, so, and he's Superman, and Superman can do that, you know? Right, exactly, right. So, so yeah, he's caught her. Oh, you've got me. Who's got you? You know, good line. Um, it's is, is a great line still. I still get chills from her saying that. Yep, and then he yep. just, like, smiles or smirks at her, you know? Yep, yep. He's loving it, isn't he? He's loving the fact oh, that, yeah. you know, uh, I've, I've got Lois and she doesn't know who I really am and, I, you know, I'm saving the day, you know? And then we get the helicopter then drops and falls down towards cool. them. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, just, just, just when you think, oh, my goodness, Lois has fallen. She's going to die. Oh, Superman catches her. Yes. And then yeah. there's this on top of it. And the music, again, it almost becomes like a psycho-type uh, screech uh, music track yeah. from John Williams to actually, you're, you're, you're all relieved. He's caught her. Everybody's down there. I can't believe it. Oh, he, he, he caught her. He caught her and all like that. And then, oh, down it comes. And the music tells you uh, that they are in deep doo-doo now. You know, yes, yes, which is and great. Even, yeah, even um, his face, like when it falls, even in Superman's face, he's like, "I got this." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it falls. He catches it, one armed. He catches it with one arm. I mean, how cool is yes. that? And um, he doesn't even like like catch it underneath. He like he grabs it from the not the bottom of the helicopter, but like from the side, like doink. Like he just catches it. Yep. That is so cool. That is a, such a great moment. And I think, I think they knew that that was a great moment because immediately after that, you get the crowd reaction down on the ground as he starts going up, the music's going. And you, again, you, if you watch that alone and just watch that, I'm pretty darn sure that the whole reaction thing as he, as he takes the helicopter back up um, and the crowd, uh, that I'm sure has been paced and timed because they know that the audience will be cheering and applauding so you need to have this time for the audience to calm down before we get to the next bit if you see what i mean they knew you're, that there was going to be this reaction right. you know yes yeah, yeah and i wish i go back in time and sit in a theater and see people singing this scene for the first time to, to hear them all about you know yeah it, it would be it would be really good to actually you know just get a bunch of you know uh kids and adults who have never seen the film before Take them yeah. to a cinema and show them that for the first time. Say a 300-seat cinema 
full of people who have read the comics but never seen the film and just see what they think of that, you know? Yeah, that would be really nice, nice to watch you, right? It would be good, yeah, especially up on the big screen like that with a decent sound system, you know? Well, isn't, like, I guess 2018, next, next year, is the anniversary, which I'm That's hoping to do some kind of Superman re-release in theaters, which would be fantastic, you know? That would be cool. You'd be there, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be there all, all week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he catches the helicopter, he takes it back up, and... What I love about that last shot, as as they're just about to land, you've you've got you've got him, you've got Lois and a helicopter, and that's pretty darn obvious. That's a real helicopter. They've got a real yeah. helicopter on wires. They've got Christopher Reeve on wires. They've got Margot Kidder on wires, and and they are flying. Well, not flying it, but that, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's being carried across onto this uh, roof set. You know, yeah. in 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 actual size you know it, it's a yeah. real practical effect which i love it's it, it, there's there's no cgi he he puts it down of course the the top of the chopper is off camera so there's probably a crane holding it but he puts it down like it's nothing he puts it down lowest it really is yeah and you're right it's all real no cgi and it and it, and it works yeah and I, I i love the end of this sequence we're ending the sequence with uh with the line gentlemen this man needs help and the fact yeah. that Superman lands and his first thought is of the care for the pilot, you know, and, and the fact that he, he doesn't go over here or anything, it's gentlemen, this man needs help. You know, it shows yeah. you what a noble, decent person this character is, you know. It, that didn't even hit me. He was the mom and pa Kent raised him right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good old Kansas boy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So that's the sequence. Um um, usually on this show, after the sequence, we uh, we go into the behind the scenes. And like I say, th- there's not an awful lot. Um, I I thought, you know, on the behind the scenes documentaries, there's tons of them on the Blu-ray. You would see at least some behind the scenes footage of it, but there is none. Um, so I, I haven't got much in the way of behind the scenes. Um, one one bit I do know is that um, the live action um, on the roof uh, uh, where the helicopter pad is when Lois first uh, goes to take off. That was meant to have been filmed on a real helicopter pad on top of the Pan Am building in New York. Um, But that was cancelled because apparently before filming, there had been uh, some fatalities there or something. Oh, wow, seriously? Yeah, 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 up up on the top of this uh, building. So uh, uh, they refused permission to do so. Um, So, yeah, that, yeah. Um, so that, that, that was a set. Um, all the street scenes that you see in Superman, everything was filmed in England. Um, so this whole sequence of when he comes out the Daily Planet and everything, that's all in England. Um, I, I never knew that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, the helicopter, I mean, you were saying there about, oh, yeah, he catches the girl and you think she's safe and then the helicopter comes down. That was never meant to have happened. Um, all he was meant to have done was um, catch Lois, and that was it. It was actually the director, Richard Donner. It was his idea to then have the helicopter fall down uh, for a double jeopardy moment. That's that's why Richard Donner is, is one of the greatest out there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, a brilliant, brilliant idea, and and yeah, brilliantly, brilliant. um, brilliantly realised. You know. So, yeah, so yeah. that that's it. That's the way. Uh, that, that, that's all we've got in the way of uh, behind the scenes. Um, and so that leads us on to the rating of it. 
I don't know if you've been giving this any thought, Chris. Um, well, yes, I have. <laughs> right. So um, on a rating of one to ten, with ten being the highest you can give, the one being the lowest you can give, what would you give it? This is like asking me which one of my children is my favorite. Um, <laughs> because Superman, this this movie for me always holds a special place in my heart. And this moment is when he first arrives in Metropolis, and he's he's gonna he's gonna show his powers. He's gonna uh, go get bank robbers, save a cat. He's gonna do his thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, like this moment, I don't care where I'm at or from. If it's on TV and I'm not paying attention, but when I know, say, man, woo! When I hear this, I watch this <laughs> scene immediately. Right. And I don't want to. I mean, I I'm sorry. I'm I'm giving this. A perfect 10. <laughs> a 10? Yes. Wow. For me, this is what started like the whole him and Metropolis, Superman has arrived moment. Right. And the theme, those themes, and then his shirt opening, everything about it to me is, is what I want, is what I need. And okay. For, for me, it's a perfect 10. Okay. Well, that is, well, I didn't think you was going to go as high as that, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, right, um, my, I, I, I was thinking very much along the same lines as you, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's a very emotional sequence, I mean, it gets me every time, and I think a lot of the time now, it's, I think it's hit me, hits me even more, now I'm a parent, for some reason, yeah. you know, th- films like this, you know, when you've got st- someone standing up for, 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 for what is right and decent and honourable, it hits me more now as a parent than before, I think. Um, you are absolutely right. But I also think, right, what would I think if I divorced myself from the emotion of the moment and just look at it upon, you know, um, as a, you know, as, a, as an effect sequence, okay? Um, and for that, I don't know. I don't, I don't, like, know. I don't like where this is going, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I'm going to give it an 8, okay? I can't give it a 10, okay. but I will give it an 8, okay? So okay. so if you give it a 10 and I give it an 8, that gives it an average of 9 out of 10, which is fine, isn't it? for me. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, okay. Because I guess, I guess you have to like put it in consideration for the time this movie came out and for the effects and everything yeah. about it, it yeah. works. That, there's all that as well, yeah. Um yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think that's fine. Nine out of ten as a as an average. I, I, no, I think that's perfect. Yes, yeah. When you consider also that the only thing that's beaten that so far is the opening of Star Wars, which has got a ten. So, yeah, it's it's up it's up there with the opening of Star Wars, and that's fair enough, isn't it? Yes, you guess it is. I guess like those those films for me, I'll probably give you know Star Wars a ten, a Jaws a ten, a Superman a ten. Like those things in my childhood for me. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. I'll bear that in mind for future uh, um, revisits by yourself to this show, okay? Please. Please, yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, before we go, Chris, uh, would you like to just tell folks where people can find you? I am on Facebook. Um, I do, um, I'm part of the NeoZaz Podcast Corporation. We have all kind of podcasts out there on iTunes, Star Wars and Character, Indiana Jones and Character, Past the popcorn, Halloween Horror Nights. There's a bunch. Matt, 
the guy who's in charge of all the head honcho, he does, I don't know when he sleeps, I don't know when he works, I don't know when he eats, he's always doing something podcasting-wise. It's it's amazing. But I'm just on Facebook, Chris, you know, Chris Irons, that's my name. You can say hello, whatever you want to do, I'm there. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, thanks thanks for your time today, Chris. This has been great, uh, talking about a great film. Um yes. A- a- anyone who's out there listening, uh, drop by us on our uh, Facebook page, Instagram page. Tell us what you think of this sequence. Tell us if, oh, shock horror, there's a, a better Superman out there. Um, um, <laughs> I don't know if that will actually last very long on the page, if you do do that. Um, all right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Chris. And uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.